0: morning, Joan. Good morning, Harrison. Hey, so this morning, I wanted to talk about a theme that pops up a lot, a recurring issue. And especially when we're talking about cognitive decline, it seems like sometimes it's a roll of the dice as to whether or not your mother or your father will end up having some agitation or maybe not a pleasant demeanor, let's say, uh, at least at varying times in the aging process. But Specifically, when we're talking about our senior loved ones having agitation problems or uh, really being, let's say, aggressive verbally or even physically, what are some of the things that maybe families should watch out for and maybe what are some tools that they can use to think about and even process those kinds of, let's say, outbursts or, or different situations that pop up.
1: And I guess I'm going to separate a little bit just from someone that has dementia versus someone else. There's some underlying things that are the same. Um, but, um, I guess one thing is to just find out what's really going on. Uh, some, are they feeling bad? Um, you know, physically bad? Uh, are, are, are the medications um, working effectively for them? Um, are they always been very anxious um, and the changes can kind of pile up? Um, one thing that I always teach um, when I talk with, about dementia, but it's true even if you don't, is that um, the loss and suffering of sometimes just your health decline or particularly the scariness if someone has dementia. Um, And that, they get very sad. And the interesting thing is that sadness and anger are basically the same thing. Sadness Mm. is anger you put inside, where anger uh, is, is something, is the sadness that you project. So sometimes when someone's really acting angry, you can really stop them in their tracks and you say, what's making you sad? Because sometimes that's what really happens. Um, they're they're scared. Um, they've had a lot of losses. They uh, so they lash out um, at people around them. So if you can, if the family members can realize that they're that that's what's really going on, you can often deal with it more effectively. Because if somebody's really angry, most human beings back off. You know. Get away, let me get out of here. But if they're crying and they're sad, we put our arms around them and we console them and we give them some comfort. And so if we realize that sometimes that anger is really that they really need to be held and they need to have somebody um, work with them. Um, hmm. But checking out, and particularly with dementia, uh, many times people can't really tell you what's happening. If they have a UTI... They don't know that that's going on. They just know they don't, something's wrong, and they act angry. Uh, If they're really hurting, they can't express pain. I have a, my stomach is is hurting me. Uh, And so they'll be, they'll act agitated and angry. So you have to be like a little detective and figure out if that behavior is not their norm, then what's really happening, and and look at something beyond what looks like the obvious. Um, they're not just having a temper tantrum. They're, 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 something's hurting them or something's bothering them. Um, sometimes uh, people can get very agitated when they see other people seeming normal and they know that they're not. They can't remember mm. their daughter's name. or And some of those, and that makes them mad. You know, uh, and so yeah. it's it's really trying to figure out what were they normally like, making sure that they are physically okay. Um, you know, if if someone is not normally very agitated and suddenly gets agitated, something's causing that. And you got to figure out what is it, what's causing it. Is it an emotional thing? Is it a physical thing? Um, also... Um, board owner sometimes, you know, people can, if they're used to being very busy, very involved, uh, people rely on them for things, and now suddenly, you know, they're sitting in a chair, and staff are taking care of them, and, and they don't have any useful purpose in life or uh, that they feel, so that can make them, again, sad, but it's angry, you know, because I used to be the pillar of my home or I was, you know, the, the, where everybody turned to and now nobody's asking me questions. Nobody's telling me anything. I'm just sitting here. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, uh, kind of really looking at, uh, how can you find meaningful, um, places for people, even if their physical health or their, their, um, dementia, is a big issue for them. How can they still feel like they're useful? They have a meaning in their life rather than just their meaning is to sit and watch television. (laughs) Um, It's really really looking at what's going on with them. But it's very helpful for families to think about or caregivers to think about that anger or that agitation is really sadness or something really is not going well.
0: So, in the case where, let's say, there are physical manifestations of the anger, perhaps playing themselves out to the adult son or to the adult daughter—I mean, even a, a swing or trying to grab them—you um, know, how, how should how should the family caregiver respond in those in those situations, and and how should they mentally process it themselves? What are what are some tools that they can use to frame the situation?
1: First of all, try not to take it personally. It's that they're not, they're, the anger or the agitation is not, unless you've done something, you know, you inadvertently yeah. did something that you know bothers them. You know, they said, don't ever do this and you will go ahead and do it. But if it's just out of the blue, not to try not to take it personally. Now, in, in a family situation, if mama or daddy or whoever it is has always been a little bit of an edgy person then they're not going to change and that's who they are and if they have right. danger, it's going to get exasperated exasperated but um if if otherwise it's don't take it personally try to find out what's really happening what really triggered it i think i, I may have said this in a previous one but we had a, a i was in a community once where a man was all a, a patient was there and he was always very easygoing and you know pleasant to be around, and then suddenly all of a sudden he go into a rage, and it turned out that if somebody was visiting with their children, he knew that it wasn't going to be very long before he would no longer recognize his children, and that made hmm. him mad, made him sad, and it made him mad. So what we ended up doing is trying to make sure that if we saw children, that we would divert him, you know have him go somewhere else or start talking to him so he wouldn't notice them. So it's, it's you know, what are the triggers of what's going on? Um, the the sadness part can be, you know, it's the anniversary of my husband's death or it's our wedding anniversary and he's no longer here and I'm sad, but that sadness again becomes anger. So it's it's really trying as, as children to see what's really going on, is, is mama who's always been the lifeblood of our, our family, suddenly she has whatever it is, and are we inadvertently making her feel like she has no purpose anymore? You know, Can we ask her opinion on stuff? Can we involve her in stuff? Can we have the children, her grandchildren visit more if that is, gives her more sense of, of purpose in life?
0: Part of what I'm also hearing you say, too, is there's perhaps an opportunity to do some fact-finding, especially if, let's say, your mother or father is not consistently angry or upset. They're not that kind of person, but yet there's, let's say, a season of agitation that they're going through. Right. Perhaps, especially in the case of cognitive decline, there may be some underlying issue that they're not able to communicate. Correct. What are some what are some ways that people can do some intelligent fact finding if let's say the senior is unable to communicate what they're really frustrated about?
1: Um it's it's almost there's there's no easy answer to that. It's like how well do you know this person? Um mm. Can you see if they, if you touch their arm or their leg, but they grimace, which might mean it hurts. Um, Trying to find out, have they had um, normal bowel movements? Constipation can be very uh, uncomfortable. And since they can't say I'm uncomfortable, um, trying to make sure, you know, ask the caregivers, has my mom... You know, had a normal bowel movement or diarrhea. Or, you know what might be really happening. Sometimes, if if she they haven't seen a doctor in a long time, uh, having a checkup to see is there something really going on in their physical um, health. Um, but so it's a combination. It's really being like a detective, <laughs> you know, trying to sort through all the possibilities of what might be going on especially if they can't tell you and even people yep. who don't have dementia if they get to the place where they can't they need your services they know they're no longer quite in charge of themselves and that makes them mad and that makes them sad and so they have to kind of work through that and come to terms with okay this is what's happened i you know i i broke my hip it hasn't. It's healed, but it's not, I can't move like I used to. I had to give up driving. I'm now stuck in my house. Um, you know, just what are the things that are going on, and how can we support them to find a new meaning in in their situation? Um, I have a, a very good friend who's about to turn 97, and when she gave up her car, she totally became a very unpleasant person to be around. And she, mm. you know, and I had to kept telling myself she's sad and therefore what she's doing is acting angrily to everybody and her friends no longer want to be around her. I have a hard time being around her. You know, it's just, that's just where she is and she has to work her way through that um, and find some purpose that she kind of lost when she could no longer... Go out and do things.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I think this will be really helpful for for folks that are dealing with this uh, with these situations, um, and really the heart behind so many of the, the caregivers that we're talking to in these episodes is, um, you know, to support their their aging loved one, and and even even through the difficulty, especially in the case of anger. When caregivers are able to persist through that, it's really because they know that uh, getting through it is, is worth it for their aging loved ones. So and, thank and you it's, for this. It's very hard yeah. for
1: staff because they really, um, when I, I'll just add one more thing. When when you talk about dementia, sure. you realize that part of the brain is, is dying. They have holes where it used to be gray matter. Uh, when I always tell staff to think about that when they're acting out because they're not, it's not something you've done personally. It's something that they simply can't help.
0: Yeah. Um, that's good.
1: That's really helpful to
0: to keep in mind. It's difficult. It's difficult to keep in mind. Really and I difficult. can imagine. I don't like to yeah, be around can angry people.
1: The, and I don't think anybody does.
0: <laughs> yeah. In the heat of the moment, uh, in the heat of the moment, you, you, it's almost, it feels impossible sometimes to let those things slide off your back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But you just have to consider the bigger picture. So thank you so much. You're welcome.